Hi, this is Robert Schuler with Melissa's Produce, and you're listening in on Cores, Vines, and Dimes. Hey, everybody, this is Dustin Jake, and you're listening to Cords, Vines, and Dimes. Welcome to Chords, Vines, and Dimes. That's our friend Dustin Jake. And hello, Cat Ellis. Hello, Tom Plant. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little tired. <laughs> Me too. We well, worked. Yeah, we worked last night. Well, just we'll do a quick overview. We've got Dustin Jake, who you just heard a little clip of, and we have Robert Southward from the Temecula Cookie Company on this week's show. But last night, let's talk about last night. Shannon Ray. Yes, the Ronstadt revival at the Coach House, and we were the official photographers. It was not fun. uh, If you've not been to the Coach House, it's just such an iconic venue. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got to hang out with Evan a little bit, who's the general manager. Um, I mean, almost anybody you can think of has been there. Uh, Any genre of music, country to rock to... uh, Anything, comedians. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, Roseanne Barr. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you saw her picture. Yeah. They have all the photos There's from There's hundreds. The I mean, literally, hundreds. there could be a thousand photos up on the walls of Boz Skaggs, uh, Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. it's. I, I don't know how many times I've been there. I would like to say 40 or 50 over the years. I've been there a lot. And, uh, and it's always so much fun to go. It's a great night, concert hall. We were in the headliners room the whole time. Uh, in one of the green rooms, as they call it, and uh, we had full run of the house. We were up and down the stairs and into little hidden booths, and I mean, but we got some great. Sh- uh, Lynn, if you get the chance to see the Ronstadt revival, Shannon Ray, do yourself a favor. She's incredible. Well, she and is, and she's going to be a guest. She's uh, going to visit with us at and our dinner. Yeah, we got dinner served to us by the the manager, Coach <laughs> House Evan. Evan's a great guy. We're going to see if we can get him on because he's got some stories to oh, tell. Oh, I I'll know he much. does. What a, what a super nice guy. And dinner was really good. I had that chicken teriyaki. Chicken t- and I had tilapia. It was so good. And uh, it was sold out. Bobby Gray opened, and Bobby has agreed he'd like to be on our show. He's wonderful. Yeah, he is. I had never heard of him before until last night, and he was fabulous. Guitarist and singer, and he had a keyboard player with him. Yeah, good stuff. I guess, too, sometimes he has a full band. Right. I think he has a five-piece band, but tonight it was just, or last night it was just the two of them. Yeah, it was very, very nice. So we'll be there again this Friday. Right, for Desperado, Desperado the Eagles Desperado, tribute. doing photos again. We're getting popular with our photos. Yeah, I love so, it. So if you haven't been to the Coach House, why not see if you can get a ticket for this Friday and come say hi. We will be there. And also our, our friends, the Gunboat Kings, will be there in December. Opening for Ambrosia. On the December 22nd. And so. we saw Eldon last night, didn't we? Eldon sat in on one song with uh Ooh, with baby, Sharon. baby. Oh, <laughs> Eldon, who is the sax player and singer. Yeah. One of the lead singers for Gunboat Kings. Was absolutely fabulous. He was wonderful. I love Eldon. He always is. And uh, Quartz Vines and Dines is brought to you. Our official produce sponsor is Melissa's Produce, melissas.com. And I have picked out a turban squash soup 
uh, recipe, and uh, we should have had our ingredients, but maybe they'll be here tomorrow. It sounds good. And I'll get into the kitchen. It's a beautiful melon or squash, gourd, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. Soup sounds really good. It's that mm-hmm. time of year for it soups. It is. If the weather would just get the idea and start cooling off. Well, today it's going to be 95, and then tomorrow starts cooling down right, again. Right, So okay. we're going to be getting our fall weather pretty soon. So our first guest is Robert Southward. He's the general manager of the Temecula Cookie Company. We ran into him at the Taste of Europa a few weeks back. And uh, so, boy, the cookies are fabulous. And we had a nice visit with Robert. Oh, yeah. And they they were huge cookies. Yeah. Primary ingredient? Butter. <laughs> <laughs> then you know they have to be good. So should we get into that interview? Let's do it. Well, we'd like to welcome Robert Southward as our guest on Cords, Vines, and Dines. Robert, you're the general manager, am I correct, of the Temecula Cookie Company? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me today. We met you at uh, the Taste of Europa event, which was uh, we're still kind of boggling uh, in uh, what an amazing event that was. And we uh, caught each other at the tail end and you sent us off with a couple of your cookies. I got to say, wow, those are incredible. Thank you so very much. You know, we do our darndest to make gourmet cookies with real ingredients. So it's going to they're going to be bigger, and they're going to taste better than anything you've had before. Well, your first ingredient is butter. How could they be bad? <laughs> yes, uh, using butter instead of margarine definitely does give you the nice savor aspect of a traditional gourmet cookie. I don't know anybody that's using margarine anymore. I mean, I, all the home cooks, I don't know anybody. I'm sure they must still be using it because it's in the stores, but I haven't used that in years. Decades. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's long time but yeah and they're nice and big and i've got to admit you gave us two cookies and i brought one home and one of my grandsons snatched it from me and ate it before i had a chance to try it but i took the chocolate chip home and i ate it it took me three rounds to get through it because that's a that's rich and delicious wonderful well thank you very much yes our chocolate chip is definitely one of our most coveted cookies everybody always wants that nice buttery cookie with two different types of chocolate chips in it and you have a storefront don't you robert we do we are actually located right behind the promenade mall next to chick-fil-a okay well that's on easy margarita enough. yeah aside from chocolate chip what do you have so the, in all reality we do make over 150 different types of cookies wow we we only focus on six per week because trying to make over 150 is a little bit of a task all on its own. But every week we're going to have our chocolate chip, our frosted sugar, which is an almond sugar cookie with a vanilla buttercream frosting. And then on the third one is going to be a gluten-friendly cookie, which is Monster. It's peanut butter, oatmeal, M&Ms, and chocolate chip. Yum. And then we have three cookies that rotate every week. What do you have this week, just for an example? This week, we have Peanut Butter Lover, which is a creamy peanut butter cookie with peanut butter M&Ms on the inside. Pumpkin Chocolate Chip, which everybody's fall favorite. And then a brand new creation, which is Strawberry Pop-Tart. Wow, that sounds good. Yeah, Um, I used to like Pop-Tarts. I tried eating one of our uh, Strawberry Pop-Tarts. It's like a Pop-Tart times a thousand. It is so good. (laughs) Now, your cookies are all, are they all large? 
Uh, we actually do make minis as well. Usually that's going to be for catering, um, but we typically make 12 um, mini bags that have five cookies per bag that are available for sale, and they sell out any given day between 3 and 8 o'clock at night. Wow. Um, I know. I was on your, reading your Yelp reviews, and you've got fantastic reviews on your cookies. Well, thank you so very much. I appreciate that. Yes, people, uh, once they try us, they usually don't leave us. Now, your cookies range, I think, around $5. Is that yeah, so it's four four fifty for one cookie. Or you can get a four-pack at sixteen fifty, saving $1.50, a six-pack for 25 saving two fifty, or a party pack, which is 12 and that's 45 and it's saving $9. You know, what I was reading on the Yelp reviews, uh, people were saying, you know, to me, I thought, my gosh, these got to be one heck of a cookie, you know, to pay that much. But everybody said it is so worth the price for these cookies. They, they just absolutely love them. And uh, so kudos for you guys on that. I know there's a lot of hard work that goes into that. Plus, your ingredients are expensive. Like you said, you're using all natural and your, I think your primary ingredient, a lot of that was butter. So good for you guys. You've got, people are hooked on you. Yes, absolutely. And we, again, our heart is always going to be to make uh, that gourmet over-the-top cookie uh, with the real ingredients. Uh, the big deal about that is there's so many ways to make a cookie cheaper by using lesser product, whether that's going to be margarine, high fructose corn syrup, or cartoned eggs. We'll never do that. We're always going to use those real ingredients because it's all about flavor for us. And we thank you for that. Definitely. What's your background in baking cookies? Oh, um, I kind of culinarily, I like a, a whole bunch of things. I can cook any ethnicity, any um, different type of food is all I have to do is try it once and I can usually recreate it. So cookies is just kind of a, a fun avenue for me. Now is the uh, cookie company, is, are you the only one or is there a small chain or? It is a very small chain. It started in Redlands, California in 2019. Uh, the first store opened in 2020 and then Cook opened and we were the second location to open that's fabulous that's really nice um we're gonna come uh, pay you a visit one of these days what are your hours robert uh we're open monday through saturday from 10 a.m to 9 p.m we wow. are closed on sundays and you're, you're on uh, you're on the web aren't you yes we are and um, actually a little sneak peek for your audience uh, we are launching an app it should be debuted next Saturday. Perfect. Oh, yummy. And you do catering, too. That's fantastic. And especially we do the a lot of catering. You're, Absolutely. You're going to be so busy. Yeah, we actually do quite a few um, weddings already. And then we do a lot of catering for the, uh, the different wineries, as you guys met me at Europa Village. Exactly. Well, Robert Southward, we thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the cookies. I'm glad I got to taste one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go back over there. I'm going to get one. I'm jealous. Awesome. <laughs> thank you guys so very much. I appreciate you, and thank you for having me on. Great. Thank you so much. Well, I think we need to go visit the Temecula Cookie Company, Kat. I definitely am. Yes, because you got cheated. I did. <laughs> oh, well. I savored mine. 
Well, I'm going to go back and get one of their specialty ones. They sound fabulous. They I do. love that they rotate the menu. They have a couple that stick, and then the others are, uh, they mix them out. Over 100 different cookies that they rotate. I can't imagine 100 different cookies. Incredible. All right, are you feeling smart? Oh, yes. <laughs> I always feel very, very smart. Okay. We're going to play the game of food, and I'm going to start. I feel really dumb. <laughs> I'm going to start you off with regional dishes. Okay. Where was the first Hawaiian ham and pizza, or ham and pineapple pizza sold? Honolulu, Hawaii, Chatham, Ontario, Miami, Florida, or Iroquois Point, Hawaii? I say Florida. Ontario. Ontario. First Hawaiian pizza Ontario. was sold. Ontario, Ont Canada. Oh, Canada. Chatham, say not California. No. Ch Chatham, Ontario, Canada. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yep. Ingredients? Okay, hit me. Sweet breads are neither sweets nor breads. What are they? Well, they're... A, dried fruits and nuts ground with beef suet. suet. B, a sheep's liver. Yeah. C, a cow's thymus gland and pancreas. D, thinly, thinly sliced beef tongue and tripe. We'll go with C, thymus. You are right. Thank you. Did you know that? I did. Oh, God. <laughs> I got a lot of catching up to do with you. People and pop culture. Okay. With its high value and relatively compact size, this food is stolen and shoplifted more than any other in the world. High value, relatively compact size. Is it A, cheese, B, olive oil, C, caviar, or D, Vanilla beans. What's most shoplifted? Caviar. <coughs> Cheese. Cheese? Really? Mm. That That is... Oh, well. Cheese. That's a big packet. Well, depending, <laughs> I guess. On well, they come in all sorts of different sizes. But uh, around here, we get the big ones. That's what the big, they, the big cheese. <laughs> the big cheese. We're, we're big cheese eaters around here. But I see a card there that says cooking tools and techniques. Yes. In addition to lending a nice grassy flavor, adding the Mexican herb epizote, epizote. Mm -hmm. to a pot of beans can result in what pleasant side effect? Hmm. A, keeping beans from bursting. B, preventing foam and boil overs. C, reducing incidence of farting. <laughs> <laughs> or D, cooking beans faster. Wild guess, B. I don't know. I would have said B, which preventing foam and boil yeah. overs, but actually it's C, reducing incidence of farting. farting. Okay, well, let's get some episode Not that either of us has an issue with that. Yes. Um, oh, I had. This is not related to food, but you know where the the tradition of a white wedding dress came from? No. Queen Victoria. Ah. Uh, back in when she married, uh, her dress was white when she married Prince Albert in 1840. She selected a white dress, which was considered unusual choice at a time when colors were more usual, made from heavy silk satin. The young queen decreed that no one else should wear white at her wedding, trend-setting again, and had the pattern for her dress destroyed so that no one could copy it afterward. 
Well, did Billy Idol get his inspiration from that? White, I wonder. <laughs> uh, wearing white was quickly adopted by wealthy, fashionable brides. So, we had another special guest this week. Yes. Mr. Dustin Jake, local singer, songwriter. Oh, he was so good. I was yeah. so glad that we ran into him over yes. at uh, Julie's Dream. Julie's Dream. What a nice winery. Oh, it is. Too. We definitely have to go back there. Yeah, we've only been there the one time, and mm. the wines were excellent. Isn't uh, Marshall Stewart? Uh, possibly. I'm not going to swear to that, but yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember who they said, but yeah, they're very good wines. And Dustin was playing, and we had a visit with him. We had him on Cords and Vines Yes, a few years, years ago. ago. And uh, so it was really nice to run into him again. It was. He sounds great. He his does. His music, his songwriting. Everything about Dustin is just wonderful. Great guy. So should we get into his interview? Let's do it. So, Tom, I've got to tell you, I we ran into Dustin Jake at, what's the name of the winery? Julie's Ju Dream. Julie's Dream. A couple, couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. And I immediately said, all right, got to get Dustin on the show. And here he is. He was on our show before when it was just Cords and Vines. And I am so glad that we ran into you, Dustin. And you sound just absolutely wonderful. You you haven't really changed a bit. You're still just as good. And oh, how, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am extremely busy. Tons and tons of gigs on like a, most days of the week these days. So things have really, um, I mean, blossomed since the last time we talked. You're doing about 20 gigs a month. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd say, um, especially in, in the summer, for sure, I did a couple months where I was doing about 22, 23. Wow. Um, I'd say on average, um, 18 to 20 um, per month. That's busy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not something I can complain about. My, my wife and I, we, uh, we take our days off uh, when, we, when I get them, but uh, um, I still get to sleep in, you know, before the gig, so that's, it's a nice job to have. <laughs> It's not easy being a uh, musician's wife, I know. It's, that's tough, so good for her. Does she come out to yeah. your gigs much? Yeah, she um, comes out whenever she can. Sometimes she's working. Um, the first year we dated, she went to pretty much every gig because her job at the time, uh, she worked you know normal a normal schedule on weekdays, so the, on the weekend she'd be with me at my gigs, and people... Uh, caught on pretty quickly that you know we were like a package deal oh that's great <laughs> and, uh, yeah and do you live here in temecula or where, where's home i do i live in temecula now what started you into music as a child did you start were you like a prodigy at a young age or did it just kind of come later on and and by when you were in school or how did you get started um, I can say, like, I was singing really young. I mean, I, I know we have video of me singing Christmas songs on my second birthday. Wow. And I would sing them, like, start to finish and and have everybody, you know, watch me perform. And that was, uh, if I was being a brat or something to my sister, my <laughs> grandma knew to ask me to sing uh, a song so that I would get distracted. Um, so apparently I liked performing pretty young. And uh, I started about third grade and then fifth grade. I did 
I changed the words to songs. I did kind of like Weird Al. Um, it's kind of how I started <laughs> into the writing. So I, I would pick songs and and uh, give them like a school theme or, you know, and then I'd perform them in talent shows. And, um, didn't play instruments yet, but that was definitely the first bit of writing <laughs> I did at a young age. Now, were you in a school band or did you... Did you start a band of your own in school when you're in high school, or? I wasn't actually. I I played a lot of sports. Um, like I said, I always sang, and my friend and I sort of picked up the guitar together late in high school. I was pretty late when it came to the guitar, and then when I got to college is when I started. Um, I, I joined a, a Christian band in college that I was a part of, and that really intrigued me because I, I everyone who was in it was like a music major and I was studying finance believe it or not but um, I picked up on the stuff they were learning and how to play and um, that's around the same time I started writing of course just to uh, impress a girl <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah it, it just kind of still but by the time I was finishing college with a degree that I you know wasn't interested anymore i knew i was ready to you know go and figure out how to pursue music um and then i wound up in temecula about a year or two later now you're the two-time winner of the radio 94.5 rising star award and then too you performed at the temecula balloon and wine festival i know that's not easy to get into to the wine festival playing in there so they must have really noticed your talent. How, how did it feel, though, on the uh, Rising Star Award? It was pretty great. The, those two things were, were connected. Um, the Rising Star Award kind of got me on the radar of getting into the Balloon and Wine Festival. Um, so I did that twice, and um, it was really awesome. And, and I got to go on and talk to, to Dwight on 94.5 quite a few times, and and just talk about my music and um, perform. And he actually did the announcing when I would come on stage for the Blue and Wine Festival. And um, just really cool. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with playing at a, a festival with such you know big people are going to be there on the same day as you, and everyone's there having a good time. It was uh, pretty awesome. It's a big thrill. Now, where can people find out where you're playing? You said you're you're pretty busy. So, uh, what's uh, in the next week? What's ahead for you? Um, so this, let's see. Actually, as soon as I get done with you guys, I'm heading to Peltzer. Uh, obviously, by the time uh, yeah. we air this, yeah. uh, I won't be. But um, my my schedule is all on um, DustinJake.com. You can check out where I'm playing. I have about probably 18 gigs this month left or something like that so um and are you on social too facebook instagram yep all of those uh instagram would be um dustin jake music and you can kind of see a mix of some of my songs and videos but you can also see the antics of me and my wife and and our dog (laughs) how fun antics are always fun um yeah (laughs) I have some questions. You, you sent us some songs, and uh, I, we were listening to them. Cheesy Love. How much fun. <laughs> Thanks. That is a song I wrote about the first year my wife and I dated, um, which was 2019. We were 
never the kind of couple, well, in past relationships, we had told each other who were very, you know, lovey-dovey and, and always posting things. And then I noticed in our first year, suddenly we were that couple, which was a <laughs> sign that <laughs> it was, you know, pretty meant to be. So I basically wrote a song that says, yeah, we're cheesy, but we don't care. Aww. Now you're typically an acoustic, uh, artist but in in that song in cheesy love you've got some production behind you mm-hmm. on that do you do your own background or it's a little of both um i'll work on stuff at home and and add as much as i i can and then i worked with a few people um i worked with a guy from san diego on that song um who kind of helped me with the production a little bit and we went back and forth for a couple months um and there's a lot of the vocal stuff in the background is just recorded in my home studio, just me kind of messing around and making weird sound effects. And you can even hear my wife's voice in a couple of the songs here and there if you have headphones on. I was so. going to ask. Um, and another song that uh, caught our attention was uh, Open or Mic Check. Mic Check, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a. Uh, interesting song because i wrote the chorus when i was packing up from a gig at leoness uh the leoness winery leoness cellars um and i had just kind of decided i wanted a song something it was supposed to be about 20 seconds long i thought i would be cool that instead of saying check check one two before i started or humming something if i could sing something that was catchy that would be almost like kicking off the set to start um, so I was just packing up. I started humming, so like my check, and it kind of snowballed from there. And I got home, and I decided this is way better than twenty seconds. I should write some verses. And uh, yeah, one of my favorite songs. It's cute. Wow. I love that. One. We're going to share it with our listeners for sure. Yeah. Now you said you went to college. Now, if you had become a musician, what would you have become? Well, I was studying finance. I don't know if that would have been very uh in my wheelhouse i mean i was interested when i started but it also was smack dab in the middle of the great recession so it was um not a good time to be graduating with a degree in finance but also it worked out because it helped push me to do music instead and uh without that you know who knows i could have been living in arizona or something (laughs) a completely different life so we're glad you're here. I'm glad to. <laughs> Who were your musical influences growing up? Who did you listen to? I was raised on a ton of Jimmy Buffett. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Jimmy Buffett. I was sad uh, about the news a couple of weeks ago. And my, my family and I, after we heard about his passing, we had a big Jimmy Buffett day and we listened to all his albums and oh. drank margaritas. Yes. Yeah, that was a huge loss. Yeah, definitely. So I, I grew up on that that type, I would say. You know, island influence, singer-songwriter types. Um, there's a lot of... Um, I liked Billy Joel as well. Um, and then when I started to get older and into my own music, um, I kind of ran into people like Jason Mraz and Ed Sheeran. And sure. That kind of played a part in the little more... Uh, rappy kind of way that I can sing sometimes, uh, very fast paced in some of the music. So, you know, I listened to um, Forever Tonight, 
uh, and I heard just a little tinge, I think, of Jim Croce in that. It just gave me a little little bit of, sounded a little bit like his music. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, my, my dad is always talking about Jim Croce as well, so I, I think that probably uh, is in there as well. How about John Prime? Probably less, um, but I do like some of his stuff as well. Well, we're going to have to get together again, and let's have a margarita and celebrate Jimmy Buffett. Sounds good Yeah, to me. that sounds great. <laughs> I've been trying to throw as much of his music in lately as I can, because uh, there's just so many good songs, and um, he's just such a good storyteller, and um, I've always tried to do that in my music as well, because it was always sort of a start-to-finish story. You know, it wasn't right. just... Uh, one verse and, and a bunch of repeated choruses. He really tried to paint a picture, which I always loved. Yeah, I, I'd seen him about 13 or 14 times, and um, so I was very heartbroken at his yeah, that's, yeah. One of my very I top favorites. I kicked myself for not going to see him in San Diego in oh, May now. No kidding. Me too. Yeah. I didn't make it to that one. And he was, uh, the opener for that was Jason Morales, so it would have wow. been right up my alley. Oh. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Well, Dustin, I think I want to thank you very much. I think you're absolutely wonderful, and I'm so glad we ran into you and have you back on the show. Uh, yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, really enjoyed having you before, and even more so now. I love your music, and... We will catch up with you again. Like I said, we're going to get together and have a margarita. Absolutely. Sounds great. Yeah, I'll be there. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. You too, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Do you remember the night when we started this? It was December 26. Yeah, the day after Christmas, you were not what I thought. Super sweet with some sass that's hot Wound up by the pond Drinking wine on the concrete We were hugging and drinking Like what are we thinking for getting so close Cause we were never really into romance oh, That sweet affection Well who would have guessed that now You got me wrapped up in the blankets And brunching at noon Trying to flirt. Now a whole year's gone by like a blur. Yeah, we drove through the fog, ran through the storm. Now we got matching jammers to keep warm. It was like a new new ages. Only two dates in. Love comes if you don't try to chase it. Gets tough and it grows and it changes. But true love comes easy from the start. And maybe from the start, I should have known. Yeah, I should have known that you were the one. Bugging
brunching at noon. Cool, cool, just talking, whack a baby. Oh, I got that cheese in love with you. Selfies and posting on the daily. It's bugging my dudes. It's okay, cause girl, you're so amazing. Oh, I got that cheese in love with you. That cheese in love. That cheese in love, love. Yeah, I got that, I got that, I got that cheese in love with you. That's cheese in love with you. We listened to Cheesy Love yeah. and Forever Tonight. We're going to listen to two more Good. of uh, Dustin's music. And I love the, the story end. of uh, him writing Cheesy Love that is based on his romance with his wife. Isn't that cute? That's so sweet. We have to write our own love story. I think. We do. Our, our own love song. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to wind this up today. All right. It was a fun one. Always, Always is. And we're going to end more with Dustin Two Jake, more songs. Trinidad. And we already listened to Mike Check, or a little snip of Mike Check. We opened with a little clip of that. And so we're going to go to Trinidad and Mike Check. And I'm just peeking into our future. And okay. Uh, we have, oh, Chris Jacobs. We have Chris Jacobs next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris yeah, is yeah. a. Uh, singer-songwriter uh, out of the Baltimore area, and everyone I've talked to who's seen him and knows him says this guy's about ready to explode, and his music is awesome. Yeah, we had him scheduled before, and, and he, he was COVID. on tour, yeah, yeah, and he got COVID, so So, I'm we've got him booked next, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, let's do this again next Sunday, you think? I think so. All right. I love you, Kat. I love you, too, Tom. Thank you. Bye. This candlelight that you're dancing under Visit to me for the first time And it makes me wonder Is this the start Of something better Forever tonight But I keep moving closer It feels like the start Of something better Forever tonight Love ain't meant to be so instantaneous But this could be the first line to a thousand different pages And maybe I'm sounding like a fool But here in this moment with you Feels like we're starting
Let me tell you about a story I was told. Set up on an island where my granddad roamed. Sweet sun in the sand, slingshot in his hand, curry rice in paradise. It was quite the life, and that's only the start of what he told me. He said, I come from land of blessed freedom, where my grandfather set their feet on the short stretch of sand that I called my own. And that's where I met such a wonderful soul, and they said they called her Nell, cause she was bright and shining, and I wanted no less. Oh yes, they were singing, I met my love in the sand beneath the sun. They caught it like a hurricane And then were married in the port of Spain And their family started to grow Four children, still six more to go But as life has a way to give and to change The island they knew one day wasn't the same So they took another road And years later, this is what he wrote He said, I came to land of blessed freedom Seeking a new destiny On the dry desert sand I found our new home not much to see but a future with hope And I sighed and called to Nell And she was sad and crying Cause she wanted no less Oh yes, they were singing We left our home in the sand Goodbye for now, Trinidad We left our home in the sand Goodbye for now, Trinidad Time passed like skipping stones Over the blue but it froze like strange winter snows The day they got the news And he nursed her and died For years at her side As the memory degraded The love never faded Till finally it was over On that day this is what he told her Go to land of blessed freedom I'll see you soon Just wait for me Though this hospital room is far from your home You're going somewhere amazing Just know I love you always now They gathered each November But as that December wind did blow I think King David, he did know It was time to go on home Christmas morning when he woke 
now And she was bright and shining I expected no less Oh yes They were singing I'm with my love In the sand or with some
I lay and let these be the words that'll make you sway. You don't need no tradition, just some strings and a rhyme. Let me kill your inhibition. You and I can dance all night. Let me hear you now, Mike. Check one, two, one, two. Gonna play a little number if you do want to. Nod your head and let your shoulder move. Yeah, I bet you're gonna love it. One, two, one, two. Tell Mike. Check one, two, one, two. You got a funny feeling coming over you. Swear that pretty little soulful groove. Yeah, I bet you're gonna love it. One, 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 two. Hey folks, this is Robert Rankin Walker here with Chords, Vines and Dines. So excited to be talking to you guys.